You are listening to Master Coaching with Ajit, a podcast that inspires coaches to impact lives of their clients more meaningfully. I am Coach Ajit, and I'm known for coaching high performers, entrepreneurs, and leaders. I'm also a serial entrepreneur and author of many books. On this podcast, I am answering your burning questions. I'm also demonstrating and deconstructing behind-the-scenes coaching sessions. Welcome to Master Coaching with Ajit. Last weekend, I was reflecting on how my life looks like right now. And I want to share this particular experience with you and the strategy to be able to create the life that you desire because I believe that there are certain fundamental principles that you could use for yourself and for your clients for them to be able to create the perfect life that they would like to have. You see, currently, as I was evaluating my life, I was just wondering and I was so grateful for where my life was right now. Just this year, directly or indirectly, we have enrolled about 2,800, yes, 2,800 people to work with us to learn some of our most advanced coaching methodologies. This is our certification programs. And we have had almost 2,800 people sign up with one or the other certification program. That fills my heart with so much gratitude because this is one of my greatest expressions. My greatest expression is to be able to serve this coaching community with the best tools, with the best strategies, with the best things that they can use to create a great impact in society. And I get to do that. And while I was looking at that and being grateful about that, I also recognized that right now at my current age at 37, I am the healthiest I've ever been. My body is more responsive than it has ever been. For the matter, it's funny because recently I did um, one of those tests where they analyze everything in your body. And one of the things that they check for is your internal age. So there's two ways of checking your internal age. One is your natural DNA. And that suggested I am 32 years old by my internal age. But then there is another factor, which is external age. It was about how well you operate in the world and how you're influenced by the world outside that ages you. And my internal body age for that variable is 27 years old. I am 37 years old in my actual chronological age. My age by my birth year is 37. My biological age based on external factors is 27. So this is beyond my DNA. My DNA age is 30. Two, I think, 32 from what I remember, and 27 by other influences. That shows me, I was like, wow, I'm able to, I don't want to say reverse aging per se, but I am not aging as fast as I could have been with the kind of life I've lived because of the recent changes that I've made in how I approach my body, how I approach my health, and the way I was able to create my health. And I was also so very grateful that while all of this is happening, I get to enjoy the joy of life that one gets when they have two kids and they get to travel around the world and locally within the country. I'm so blessed that today I get a chance to say yes to any travel that excites me without feeling like that I can't afford to step away from my computer or I can't do this with my family. I know that I get to experience all these beautiful experiences of life right now. 
And as I was being grateful about my life, I also recognized that this is what most people want. This is what most of your clients would want. This could be potentially what you want for your life. To live a life that is in perfect harmony with what your desires are. What is it that you desire? What is it that you want to create? And you get to do that. I think that is the best lived life. And I believe a lot of our clients hire us for that. I believe you chose the career of coaching because... You wanted to live a life like that. You wanted the time freedom. You wanted the money freedom. You wanted to impact people. You probably wanted to live the best version of yourself. And because of that, you got excited about coaching and you chose coaching as your career. So I decided to create this episode. This episode is about you creating your dream life. This is an episode about you really realizing all of your desires into your life. This episode is about you helping your clients create their desired life. So I'm so very excited to give you these very simple principle approaches that you need to understand and need to implement in your life right now, if possible, to make your desires your reality. The first principle is know where you are at. Now, most of us have some awareness of where we are at. Most of us have some recognition of where we are in a particular area of our life. Most likely, this area of life that you have more awareness towards is the most painful area of your life. If you're suffering in health, you may have a great awareness of where you are in your health journey. If you are not making enough money, you may have a great awareness of your finances. If your relationship is not working out, you may have a great awareness towards your relationship. What I've recognized is knowing where you are is important for every area of your life that is important to you. You see, when we only focus on things that are painful, there are two things that happen. Firstly, we are only giving attention to the painful part of our life, which brings our focus towards that painful part of our life, often making us feel that we are in pain. You see, if your relationship is not working out and the only thing you focus on, the only thing that you work on, the only thing that you define your desires on is your relationship, what tends to happen is you're constantly feeling like a failure. That's the area of life that you are in pain. You've created a desire where you want to get to in that area of your life. And all you're able to see right now is the pain that you are in, right? So you're not only further away from your desires, you feel like there is no progress towards your desires. And when that happens, we tend to lose hope. We lose hope for progress. The second thing that happens when you are focusing on the singular area of your life, the area that is most painful, is that we lose the attention of how everything in our universe, in our life is actually interconnected. More often than not, your relationship, if it's suffering, it may be because you need to take care of yourself. It may be because you haven't really worked on your spirituality. It could be because your health is suffering. There could be many other reasons or there could be many other areas that we could work on that would lead to a relationship automatically being fixed or automatically being better from where it is right now. If it is money that you're concerned about and you're thinking about money all the time, it could very potentially be that your interpersonal skills may need some work. And if you have a goal on interpersonal skills and if you work on it, it's an easier path for you to also create abundance in your life. You see, there was a stage in my life where I was extremely unhealthy. Like I really would eat whatever I could get my hands on. My trigger response to anything that was anxiety, fear, 
stress was to eat food and and never really move my body. And I thought that was perfectly okay. I grew up in a household where it was okay to consistently eat for everything. And the question was always, what are you going to eat next? Uh, While I was eating lunch, it was, what do you want for dinner? And I was like, all right, I was in that loop and I thought it was perfectly okay until my life partner showed up in my life. Nita, for, for the first few years, she tried to show me or at least explain to me or present to me why health was everything and how bringing health into my life would be paramount for my success. And I couldn't hear her. I wouldn't make the changes she wanted me to make. I couldn't make the changes she wanted me to make. And I was just in my own head saying, this is perfectly okay, the life that I'm living. And then a few months ago, about 11 months ago, from the time of recording of this podcast, my daughter was born. My daughter, her name is Isla Ray, was born. And as she was born, one day, extremely exhausted, I was meditating. And as I was meditating, a question popped in my head. The question was, when you're 75, when you're 85, and you do have grandkids, how would you like to be with them? If you don't have grandkids, if your kids were still 35, 45 years old, how would you like to be with them? And I kind of started to answer that question while I was in meditation. I want to be active. I want to go on hikes with them. I want to play pickleball with them. I want to outrun them. I want to outswim them. And not because of some sense of competition, but just the vitality I want to bring by my presence the vitality that I want to demonstrate as somebody who is still full of life, even if he was in the 75, 85, whatever the age I would be at that time, I want to be vital so I can enjoy life with them. And as that answer occurred to me, it also occurred to me that I can probably not even do that now, (laughs) that I can't swim very well. I get tired in hikes. I don't have really good muscular structure. And sometimes I'm not vital. I'm tired and exhausted. And often my excuse is because I got two little kids. And I recognize that if at 37, I am saying that, there is no reason for me to believe that at 87, I will say any different. And so I said, the decision I had to make was now. And the decision I made has changed my life in the next 11 months and will continue to change my life forever. The reason why I tell you this story is to demonstrate interconnectedness of our life. There is no correlation between becoming a parent and becoming healthy. But if I wouldn't have become the parent, I wouldn't do the meditation that I was doing and it wouldn't occur to me why I need to ask myself a better question around my health and my well-being. So the second reason why it's so important for us to not make Knowing where we are about the thing that is most painful is because we will never recognize the opportunity that lies across and the cross intersection of everything that is in our life. So my invitation for you is to not only ask yourself, where are you in the context of the painful thing that you have, but actually make it a more holistic approach. You could use the wheel of life to do that. You could use any six or eight really broad categories that are important to you for that. You could come up with your own list and say, hey, these are the 10 things that are really important to me and I want to figure out where I am across all 10 things. And it's important that you do that because then you will have variance of how much further you are from your desired life in those areas. And because you have that variance, you will find that some of the areas of your desired life you will get to faster. Some of them, it'll take a little bit longer. But because you're getting to the things that you're getting faster, you will always be excited about the journey. 
You see, our mind seeks gratification. And the more gratification it can get, the more excited it stays about the process. So give your mind the gratification that it truly desires. The second key of manifesting the life that you always want, creating the life that you've always wanted, is to know where you're going. You see, most of us, again, set up goals that are very much specific to very few areas of our life. For example, you may have a money goal, but you may not have a spiritual growth goal. You may have a relationship goal, but you may not have a friendship goal. You may have a health goal, but you may not have a parenting goal. Having a goal or more so a desire of what your life needs to be or what your life needs to become or what kind of life you would like allows you to become the full multidimensional being that you are. And it lets you create beyond the limited scope of making more money or getting more healthy. Now, while I say that, I know we don't know what's going to happen next. We couldn't have predicted COVID. We cannot predict what's going to happen to economy next. We cannot predict if a client will say yes or a client will say no. But what we can do is we can create the desire and send it out to the universe and work towards creating that future. You see, when there is a lot of unknown, the only thing that you can do is to take the next best step. It's like driving in a car in a really, really dark road. When it's really, really dark and you're driving, all you focus on is where the light is at. The immediate focus goes to the road that is visible. But to make it all visible and not limit it to the one or two dimensions that you may be wanting to create, to understand that universe works holistically, that it is going to need many different elements that are often unrelated, like my daughter for my health. It is going to be like that. And so you want to know where you are going, what is your desire across all these different dimensions, and then understand that there is a lot of unknown, but you need to take action from what best is known the immediate future that you can predict, that you can control, and you take action towards that. And the last principle I want you to remember, the last principle that I think is the key to it all, is that you need to leave space for magic. Our current culture is about working really, really hard. We have given ourselves the dialogue that, hey, if you want to be successful, you got to work hard, that you got to hustle. And yes, working hard is important. Yes, working honestly is important in your career. But if you want magic to happen, if you want magic to occur for you to achieve dreams that were not even in your wildest dreams, for you to fulfill your desires much faster than you ever anticipated, you need to leave room for magic. You see, magic only happens when there is space for that magic to happen. If you're always in work, if you're always hustling, if you're always moving, yes, it may seem like you're moving and you're making progress and you're hustling and so forth, but there is very little chance the universe has to create something that you couldn't even imagine. Hustling does create things. It creates certainty. But for magic to happen, you need space. So you have to leave room for magic for magic to happen, for it to create that you couldn't even anticipate. One of the greatest learnings of my life happened when about seven years ago, my life collapsed. I had to quit everything. I had to quit my career. I had to quit my relationship. I had to quit basically even the country that I was living in because of the circumstances and the place I was spiritually that I decided that I must quit everything. But quitting everything was probably the scariest thing that I did and the biggest blessing I had. Because when I didn't have anything to chase, to hustle, to, to work all the time for, I had an opportunity to ask myself better questions. What is it that I truly want? 
what is it that I truly want to attract? How is this important to me or is it important to me at all? For me to build relationships that otherwise would manifest into great outcomes for my life, which I didn't plan for. Picking up skills that may seem meaningless, but because I had the space to pick them up, being able to utilize that now in my career, writing things, speaking about things that otherwise would have no reason for me to do, I started doing them and that helped me create the beautiful life that I have today. Now, I do believe that a lot of us leave no room, leave no space for magic. So while, yes, I do think you need to know where you are and yes, we need to know where we are going, we also need to leave some space so magic can happen. So how do we help our clients create their reality? Well, step one, help them know where they are holistically. Step two, help them define where they want to go holistically. And step three is leave some room for magic. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Coach Ajit and you're listening to Master Coaching with Ajit. 